welcome to the Equipus Church Surrey podcast. We hope today's message encourages and inspires you. Hey, well, good morning, wherever you're watching from today. Thank you for being part of our online service. And we're actually starting a new series today. Um, It's our theme for 2022, and I'm pretty excited about it. It's called Step Into the Flow. Step into the flow. And, um, you know, if you wanted a, a simpler way to remember it, you could just think of the flow. The flow. What is, what is that all about? Well, it actually comes from an amazing passage of Scripture found in the book of Ezekiel. And Ezekiel is uh, one of those kind of books that has uh, parts of it that are incredibly inspiring and other parts that are quite challenging to understand and get your head around. But it has some wonderful pictures of what kingdom life looks like. And in Ezekiel 47, we find a passage of scripture that is all about the river of healing. The river of healing. Now, I want to read some of this uh, passage to you. It's uh, about 12 verses long. So if you've got a Bible, I would love it if you could open it up right now. You can read it along with me. Um, So here we go. Here's what it says in verse 1. In my vision, this is Ezekiel speaking, The man brought me back to the entrance of the temple, and there I saw a stream flowing east from beneath the door of the temple and passing to the right side of the altar on the south side. The man brought me outside the wall through the north gateway and led me around to the eastern entrance. And there I could see the water flowing out from the south side of the east gateway. So I want you to get the picture. Uh, Ezekiel is being shown a vision. And in the vision, uh, this this, um, angelic presence is showing Ezekiel this vision of a temple. And this temple has got different entrances and exits. And coming out of one of them, he starts to see this river. So reading it on, it says this, There I could see the water flowing out through the south side of the east gateway. Measuring as he went, he took me along the stream for 1,750 feet, and then he led me across. I want to pause there for a moment. Many translations say he led him 1,000 cubits. Um, I'm reading from the New Living Translation today, and it says it was 1,750 feet, and then he was led across the water, across the stream. After another 1,750 feet, it was up to my ankles. He measured off another uh, 1,750 feet, and this time the water came to my knees. Then another 1,750 feet, and it was up to my waist. Then he measured another 1,700 feet, and the river was too deep to walk across. It was deep enough to swim in, but it was too deep to walk through. So here's the the second part of this vision. The first part of the vision is a temple. And out of the temple comes this little trickle of water. And as the man leads Ezekiel uh, 1,000 cubits or 1,750 feet away or further downstream, the river starts to get deeper. And it starts off at ankle deep. He goes a little further. It becomes knee deep. 
He goes a little further, it becomes waist deep. He goes a little further, it gets to the point where it is too deep for him to walk through anymore. And now he has to swim. Um, you know, my wife Monica makes me laugh because anytime we are near a body of water, maybe it's a swimming pool, uh, maybe it's the ocean, it's the sea, uh, maybe it's a paddling pool in the, our back garden for our kids. But when it comes to getting into that water, it is uh, a slow process to say the least. Maybe you can relate to this. Um, you know, when it comes to my kids, they just run and they bomb in as fast as they can. In fact, on New Year's Day, we went to the beach, and there it was a, uh, not actually the coldest day ever, but it was still New Year's Day and the water was cold. And the adults kind of crept in to the water inch by inch. But I love the kids. The kids just went running in full, you know, full bore, uh, curled up in a ball, into a dive, into a dive bomb, and boom, into the water. But Monica doesn't do that. You know, it's, a, it's like little toe goes in for a little while and she tests it out. And, and then after a while, it's like feet go in. And then after a while, you know, maybe she slowly edges her way in so she's waist deep and then finally after what seems like the longest period of time she finally gets her shoulders under and maybe her hair I'm not sure and the point is it, it's this slow creeping process of getting more and more into this body of water and this passage of scripture is so awesome. I'm going to read a little bit more in just a moment. But it talks about this idea of a river that is flowing from this temple. And this river starts small. It starts small, but it starts to pick up momentum. It starts to gain depth. Uh, there's a flow to it. And actually what the Bible says is that this river, it's a prophetic picture, remember, it, it flowed from the temple all the way to the Dead Sea. Now the Dead Sea, the name gives it away. In the Dead Sea, nothing's living. <laughs> there's no fish living in it. There's no living organisms in it. It's called the Dead Sea. But in this vision, if you read on, what happens is as this river of God comes and it touches the rivers of the Dead Sea, an amazing thing happens is it brings life to the thing that was once dead. Let me read a little bit more for you because it's so powerful. It goes on to say this, Have you been watching, son of man? Then he led me back along the riverbank, and when I returned, I was surprised by the sight of many trees growing on both sides of the river. He said to me, The river flows east through the desert into the valley of the Dead Sea, and the waters of this stream will make the salty waters of the Dead Sea fresh and pure. And there will be swarms of living things wherever the waters of this river flow. This is amazing. What was once dead is now going to become alive. Fish will abound in the Dead Sea, for its waters will become fresh. Life will flourish wherever this water flows. Fishermen will stand along the shores of the Dead Sea, all the way from Engedi to Engedi. 
Galiam, I think that's how you pronounce it. The shores will be covered with nets drying in the sun. Fish of every kind will fill the Dead Sea just as they fill the Mediterranean. And this passage goes on to say that these trees that are now growing along the banks of the river, uh, the leaves that it produces are actually leaves of healing. And so I want you to get a picture this morning, a prophetic picture found in the book of Ezekiel, really talking about the nature of the kingdom of God, that there is a river of life, a river of healing that starts in the temple, I'm going to explain what that means in a moment, it starts in the temple, and the amazing thing is the further it moves away from its source, it grows stronger, and it has a greater impact on the world all around it. Can you picture that for a moment? A river that brings life to everything it touches. A river that brings life, a river that, 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 that allows the Dead Sea to flourish with fresh fish, Mediterranean-style fish. I picture all those wonderful colors of Mediterranean fish, beautiful, bright, vibrant colors. And this river touches this Dead Sea and brings life to it. And not only that, uh, fishermen now have got work to do because there's now fish in the river. What is this a picture all about? You know, I really believe this is a picture about how the kingdom of God is to operate in our lifetime. The temple, you know, in many ways represents um, the presence of God. Where's the presence of God found? The presence of God is found, I pray, in our lives, but it's also found in our church. And so from this place of God's presence, this place of where the Holy Spirit dwells and is active and is alive starts a flow that over a period of time becomes something that is incredibly powerful. It, it starts from a place of God's Spirit and it flows to a place of desolation. It starts from a place of life and it flows to a place of death. Let me put it like this. It starts from a place of hope and a place, a place of peace and a place of joy and a place of blessing and it flows to a world that is experiencing hopelessness, fearfulness, unrest. And here's the amazing thing. When it touches those places... It brings life back to it again. Now, I don't know about you. I want to be part of the river of God. I want to be part of the healing river. I don't want to live a life where my life is just blessed and nobody else benefits. You know, how many of you know, watching right now, that to live a life in relationship with Jesus is the greatest thing on the face of the planet? I mean, nothing compares to it. You know, I'm privileged to be married uh, in an incredibly happy marriage. I've got wonderful children. I've got good friends. I've got a great family. I have all of those things, but yet none of it compares to being in the river of God and, and, and experiencing his blessing. But that blessing was never meant to be contained just for me or just for you. 
Maybe you're watching right now and you say, Mark, I'm blessed. I've got so much of the blessing of God in my life. It's unreal. You wouldn't believe it. I want to say amen to the blessing of God in our lives, but it was never meant to end with us. It was always meant to flow out of our lives and flow out of our church and to land in a place that is not experiencing that. And here's what happens is the message of Christ is never meant to be watered down or devalued or the blessing of it sucked out of it and it becomes an impotent faith. No, the prophetic picture that God gives us in the book of Ezekiel is as our faith flows into a hurting world, into a world that is in pain, and a world that is in need, and a world that is filled with fear and and no peace, it's meant to transform that world. The healing river of God is meant to go and and touch the places of pain and, and not sympathize with them alone, but actually to bring transformation. And I want to declare right now, Equipus Church, we are, we're not called just to be a little group of people that gather together and, <coughs> excuse me, and simply enjoy one another's presence and, and nothing more. We are meant to be a transformational people, that we are transformed and the river of God's blessing in our lives goes out and it transforms many lives wherever it goes. Wherever you're watching right now, how about saying a big amen if you believe that right now. Excuse me. (coughs) You see, the flow in the river of God is a a flow from lifeless to lifelessness, but then it brings life. Such a powerful picture. And here's the thing about this river. This river is miraculous. This, this river is miraculous because, you know, if you think about a big body of water, you know, normally as a body of water flows away from the source, you know, often, I know there's examples where it doesn't, but it diminishes in its strength. This river gets stronger. This river, as it starts to flow, gets stronger and stronger and stronger. It's still connected to the source, but now it's growing in strength. You know, and never before, when Ezekiel prophesied this, never before in, in Israel had they seen a river like this, because let me tell you what this river was bringing. This river brought life. This river brought growth. It brought vitality. It brought refreshment. It brought hope. Oh my goodness, that's so powerful in the world we live today. To be bringers of hope. And it brought security. See, I don't know about you, I want to get in this river. I want to be like Ezekiel. I want you to notice something that that, that when Ezekiel saw the river and and, and the man, uh, the angelic presence that was giving him this vision, you know, um, they didn't just observe the river from a distance. They, they, they didn't just look at the river uh, and, and, you know, maybe from an armchair or, or from a long way back with a set of binoculars, look at the river and say, wow, look what's happening. Look what's happening in that river. No, here's, here's what he did. He took Ezekiel by the hand and after 1,750 feet, the Bible says it led him across. 
In other words, Ezekiel got in the river. It was only ankle deep to start with, but they didn't stop at ankle deep. They kept on walking. So after a while, they went from ankle deep, and now, now they got to the point where they were another 1,750 feet further down the river, and, and the angel said to Ezekiel, come on, let's cross the river. And so again, Ezekiel goes back in the river, but this time it's knee deep. And the same happens at waist deep. And finally, the point where he can't swim any longer. And I just want to encourage you to know right now that this river of God, this, this healing river, this river of life that brings hope and blessing to all who come into contact, is, is not a river that we're not part of. It's not a river that we stand and, and, and we observe and we make commentary upon. You know, how often in church life do we, do we observe what is happening and we make commentary on it? <laughs> whether we like it or whether we dislike it. We make a little running commentary on whether it should be done differently or whether it should be done in another way. But if this river is not a river that Ezekiel just simply observes, this is a river that he experiences. Woo, this is exciting to me, I tell you. Our theme for 2022 is step into the flow. What do I mean by that? I mean, there's a river of God. There's a river of the presence of God that we want to get in and we want to experience. We want to experience it. And listen, we don't want to just experience it at ankle deep or knee deep, or waist deep. We want to experience it when our feet are off the ground and we're swimming, amen? A few months ago, my family and I went to center parks, and in center parks, they, at the middle of it, have a, they call it the subtropical paradise. I think that, you know, might be a slight exaggeration, but it's a large swimming pool, and it's heated pretty well, and it's pretty warm, and in that pool, there is all sorts of different things going on. There's some slides, and there's, there's, um, there's um, shallow ends and deep ends, and, and there's wave machines. But one of the things they have that we all love is the rapids. The rapids. And, and here's how the rapids start. Uh, the rapids start by you having to get out of your comfortable place of warm water, push above it, and you kind of go over this little lip, and you get into this little bit of shallow water that's got a current. And then you follow the shallow water for a little way, and it starts to pick up pace, and a few more kind of slides start to come along. And before long, you are out of control. I mean, that's freaking some of you out right now, but trust me, it's great fun. And you just get to the point where you're out of control and, and you're flying and man, things are happening so quickly and you're motoring and before long, this thing is firing you all over the place and uh, some of you, it sounds awful, but trust me, it's amazing fun. And do you know that the journey with Jesus, it was never meant to be a journey that was just steady and ordinary and nothing really changes. No, the journey with Jesus is about getting into the flow of the river of blessing, not just for us, but a blessing that would change the world. You know, there are some Christians, they're still, still stuck ankle deep. 
And it's okay to start ankle deep. It's just we're not meant to remain there. Uh, ankle deep is where we all got to start. You know, we start somewhere. But we want to move from being ankle deep and we want to go knee deep and then we want to go waist deep and, and then we want to get to the place where, and this is, the, this is the scary bit, we want to get to the place where we can no longer put our feet down on the ground and that's the place called control. Because when you're in a river or you're in a flow, as long as you can either grab the banks or you can put your feet down and grab control, at that point, you know, you're still in control. But you know that God has a journey for you and I where we relinquish control. Where we relinquish control. Where we say, God, I am not going to be in charge of my life any longer. I'm going to give it over to you. Where we say, God, I'm going to relinquish control. I'm going to relinquish control of my, my money. I'm going to relinquish control of my future. I'm going to relinquish control even of my family. I put them in your hands, Lord. I'll, I'll do as you lead me and as you guide me. And, and as we do this, we start to flow with the river. And this year, 2022, I believe is a year at Quippers Church where God is going to be teaching us to get in the flow of what He's doing like never before. So I pray you are ready for an exciting year. I pray you're ready to let the hand break off. I, I pray you're ready to let the hands off the steering wheel and see where God might take you and what He might do this year. I'm excited for our church to see what God's going to do in our church and where this river of blessing is going to go, what communities it's going to touch, what lives it's going to bring life to, what addicts are going to find freedom from their addiction as the river of God touches their lives. What young person struggling with anxiety and, and, and those kind of disorders is going to find freedom because of the blessing of the healing river touching their life. And I'm prophesying right now uh, for those of you who would jump on board, get on in in what God is doing. We're in for an adventure. We're in for an exciting year. The river of God's blessing is flowing and it's going to bring life wherever it goes. And I'm inviting you, come on, let's be part of this exciting journey together. Uh, we're just getting started in this theme. We've got lots of great messages coming up that I believe are going to be a blessing to you. But how about a reading uh, this week, taking some time, reading Ezekiel 47. Start to meditate on it. Start to get it in your spirit and see what God is going to do through our lives. Everyone watching said amen, amen. And uh, we'll look forward to seeing you next week. God bless you guys. Thank you for listening today. If you'd like to connect with Equippers Church, then please visit equippers.co.uk and say hello. And if you enjoyed today's message, you can subscribe and share it with a friend.